handsome contest. And welcome to another episode of the guys who talk about sports. This is episode 87. This is the Mojo Man. I am joined by Baraz, Zach, and Joe, as always. Guys, welcome to another episode. We have plenty in store for today. We're going to touch plenty on the Washington Commanders, probably touch some more on the Jets, and plenty more coming to you. This episode is brought to you on all platforms by Anchor. Be sure to download the app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is the future of podcasting. Whether you're on the go or at home, you grab a mic, get an idea in your belly, an idea in your mind, and you just put it out there. This episode is also brought to you by Compass Rose Brewery, located in Raleigh, North Carolina, with award-winning brews, great vibes, music, trivia, everything you're looking for. If you're in the Raleigh area and 21 or older, be sure to check it out. Guys, this is episode 87. So, I mean, before we get started, I need to come forward and, and say something because last week, the Faraz and Brent Hour 3.0, I said something wrong. I said number 86, my first guess. I said Anquan Bolden. Faraz didn't check me on it. We went by it unscathed like it was nothing. That was incorrect, Faraz. And I, I apologize to you as a man. He said it so confidently. I was like, I, oh, I it must it be true. With so much confidence that I fooled myself, my own subconscious. And the third-party consultant firm, say what you will about them. They caught this one. So congrats to them. They hold you true to it. So Faraz, you are going to go first. I, because of my mishap, am going to go last. Zach and Joe, you guys are going to have to figure it out between you. Zach, right, pick Zach. A number. Zach, pick a number between one and two. Two. All right, you're going uh, second. Sorry, Joe. That's fine. Okay, so episode 87. I, I think it's only right to go with the future Hall of Fame tight end who just announced his retirement, his second one. Let's see if it's going to stick, but Rob Gronkowski. That's a, that's a good one. Lee. All right, well, I'm going to – I'm second, right? Yep. yep. Okay, well, I was going to go with Rob Gronkowski. It's, it's great. But I'm actually going to go with John Bates for the Washington Commanders. Oh. Wow. I Someone like always pulls an obscure Washington name out of the hat. I love it. I like him. I Joe. love it. Well, I'm going to go ahead and pick the low-hanging fruit with Travis Kelsey. Oh, I had that one in, in the holster. But, you know, going last, I can't believe this one is still out there. The legend. Oh, guys, going into the next round, I do have to say, you guys haven't been on in a couple of weeks. I'm so happy we got we're all back together on the podcast. Been, you know, we've been grinding, but you have to, from now on, say the player and the team he played for. Okay. Just a side note. So, okay. I mean, obviously, I'll let it slide to, up to this point, but number 87 for the Indianapolis Colts, Reggie Wayne. There you go. So, Faraz, you're back up. Eesh. Took mine, man. How does it feel? It's not feel good. 87. This is a bad feeling. I have that feeling, too. Yeah, I got one though. I have a good one. I have a good one too. I've got a good one too. Faraz. Wow, I have absolutely nothing. The right countdown now. is on. Um, all right, the filibuster shall begin. So Five, eighty-seven. Four, I'm thinking AFC South. Three, I'm thinking two. Houston Texans. One. I'm thinking I don't fucking. I'm just gonna throw out a name. Um, Jared Cook. At one point, maybe. Jared Cook does sound good. 
I don't think that's I don't think that's correct. Hold on, Jared Cook. Dang, dude, I cannot. Wait, can I can I can I change it? Can I change it? Yeah, you got it. You got it. All right, bad boy. Wow. Zach, you're up. I just thought of someone too. Hail Mary. Jordy Nelson for the Packers. Yeah, that. Oh, Zach, you bastard. Wow. Well, I'm gonna give one that I did a few weeks ago. Don't you dare. Wasim Muhammad. Fuck you, Joe. No, I didn't think you were gonna remember. I had my Wasim Muhammad. Oh yeah. I had my whole thing drawn up. God damn it. Carolina Panthers, Wasim Muhammad, number eighty-seven. Oh man. Oh wait, I got another one. Another Indianapolis Colt. Dallas Clark. No. 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 Yeah, he was 44. He's 44. I don't need to look that one up. Yeah, we, we know oh. that for sure. <laughs> for uh for the listeners, um Brent Brent's pretty pissed. He threw his headphones. He's uh he's he's getting uh he's getting a little testy over there. Knocked over the Gatorade. Hey, oh, the cooler. Oh, oh god. That is a mess. Clean up on aisle three. <laughs> okay um well, whose turn Roz, is it now me Roz, you're out zach you're up ah uh, fuck all right all right let me i have to recalibrate no, wait wait Froz, Froz is in yeah what? i'm in oh yeah, that's yeah right, he that's got right, jared cook, cook. Yeah. Jared, i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm oh no you're good you're good all right 87 oh man it's, all right i can't think of anyone to save my life right now guys i've had oh. i got i got 87 on lock right now no, I know that's not right, but I'm just going to – I know that's not right, but I'm just going to throw out a name because I can't think of anyone. I know it's not right. Oh, uh, uh, no. Santonio Holmes when he was on the one team? I don't know. Hold on. I'll the check. Ste- the Steelers? No, not the eh, – fuck it. I'm throwing some – I'm throwing it out there. I don't know. It worked, see. it worked last time. It ain't broken. It worked once. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. One just came to me, and I'm pretty sure I'm right. Wow. Uh, Faraz, unfortunately, no. All right. Um, all right. I'm surprised I even made it this long. <laughs> yeah. Proud of you, bud. Excuse me. Um, Sterling Shepard, New York Giants. Is that right? New York Giants doesn't sound right. No, that's right. I think. Can you play the Flackers? What are you talking about, dude? Sterling Shepard. Oh no no no! I'm thinking. Sorry 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 sorry. Uh, I was back. thinking Sterling. Yeah, Sharp he's too. he's 87. He changed his number to three this year. Joe, he was 87. No, I, I was thinking Sterling Sharp. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Brett, you and I are on the same page there. Yeah. Ooh oh. Y'all ever heard of the ghost to the post? Last name's Casper. I can't remember his first name. Casper played for the Raiders. Ooh. Um, number 87. Something Casper, because his, his nickname was Ghost to the Post. You Kenny to, Stabler. You have to throw out a name. Uh, um, what did you say the last name was? Castler? Casper. Casper, like the ghost. Casper. I want to say it starts with a D or a B. You're Fuck. in the right direction. I'll give you that hint. Dan or, or, or David or... I'm gonna go with like David or like You're Dave. right, it's Dave Casper. No way. I swear to God, Dave Casper. Let's fucking go. The Hail Mary. Full of grace. The Lord hey. is with thee. Hey, the ghost of the post. The ghost Let's of go. the post. 
Dave Casper. Let's fucking Mac. go. What do you got for us, brother? Oh, man. All right, brother. I was really not ready for rebuttal on that one. Zach threw his last punch, hoping that you wouldn't get up, and Joe just was like, <laughs> "Well, I'd have to come up with another one." Just, cool. just give me, give me, a, give me, give me a second here. Oh, I got it! I got it! I got it! You know, I got it! Him. I got it! Ten. Oh, I don't think I don't think this is right, but I'm gonna say it. I I, I think he's actually 86. It's Todd Heap. He's 86. I used him last week. Yeah, yeah he, he was 86. 86. Unless he was 87 at some other Nah, he's 86. Guys, I've never won one of these, and I know I'm going to win it with this one. Oh, my God. What he's got? Brent, you're going to be so mad. Oh, Jesus. I think you're I know gonna, what you're going to say. You're going to be so fucking mad. I, did he Did he play uh, for – all right, go ahead. He played for the Jets. He also played for the Broncos. Oh, yeah. All right, I know you Mr. Eric Stackham Decker. Yep, and Joe has been crowned the king for the oh, first yeah. time. Fucking go! How does it feel, Joe? Feels great, honestly. Eighty-seven, I felt good about. I was really pissed when somebody did uh, Reggie Wayne, but yeah, uh, that was yours truly. I had that right. in the back. back Joe, home. for winning, take us out into the song. The guys talk about sports. <laughs> I didn't mean that way, but we'll go with it. <laughs> All right, guys. And now to the episode. Hello? Hey, Brent. We should just keep ignoring Brent. If we Damn don't hear him. Oh, fuck you guys, oh, dude. Oh, man, that's God. cold. Actually, the first time you said hello, that's when we actually started hearing you. No, so. yeah, yeah. Play it. Put the act on now, Zach. You're not going to fool me twice. I quit this podcast. You know what? Cool. I, I fool me once. Con- go ahead, Joe. I I demand a contract extension. (laughs) Boom, roasted. I'm not showing up to many camps. Yeah, speaking of contract extensions. I'm fucking size, dude. Let's fucking go. We picked up the boy. We we got the boy for another, what is it, three years, 71 million? Yeah, I think it's a good deal on both terms. Like, you know. I I think so. We get him back, but but yet he's only there for three years. So by the time the contract's up, he's going to still be in his prime. So... If you exactly. look at if you look at all the things that the like the in terms of what the player would have wanted in a contract, he pretty much checked every box. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to be 29 by the time this contract's up. So that's still only in the prime of his career. It's huge. It's huge. Huge. Um, to, yeah, to have him coming back and 29 for three years is that right? No, he's going to be no, 29. 29 years yeah, old. it's like no, 24 okay. annual or something like that. Damn, that's fucking awesome. It's like a three-year, I mean, seventy-something. 70, like, everybody knew you were gonna have to pay him. So yeah, you got to. I have a question. Do you think they had to pay more than they would have had they done it earlier in the year? Oh yeah. I mean, sure. How much? I don't think that really matters because of the salary cap going increasing. Mm-hmm. So I, I I see what you're saying, but I think in terms of the strategy from the McLaurin and uh, agents standpoint they did a really good job of kind of being patient waiting and then when christian kirk hit basically if you just didn't show up to your mandatory stuff they were like you know what we're not even gonna yeah play with fire so that was kind of my question to begin with because i mean faraz had said to be uh a couple weeks ago that 
Washington fucked up by waiting until, you know, AJ Brown got signed, Christian Kirk, and a bunch of other people that kind of reset the market. Because for us, you wanted them to do it like halfway through the season, correct? Yeah, I, I wanted to, yeah, do, but then I wanted to get then, it done as soon as possible. But then you're going to get a disgruntled, disgruntled uh, yeah. football player, in which like I get it. Maybe it would have been great to get it done last year during the year. I, I don't disagree with that, but I think he's happy with what he's making. I think he definitely got a good deal. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what the holdup was, whether it was the, the length, whether Terry wanted less or or – the Washington or the commanders one less years. Or just I don't, Dan Schneider. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you if you strike a check to anybody for twenty eight million dollars for a signing bonus, that's gonna have to go all the way top for approval. And there's no way that that decision doesn't happen that way. Right. So I I heard a stat. Everybody's like, is he a top ten wide receiver? Is he a top you know five wide receivers? Is he getting paid that? Well, if you look at the past three years. And you look at the wars, which is the wins above replacement. He is number seven on the list, meaning you have to play three years for the stat to count because it means that you're consistently providing for your team. That's like you're basically the MVP of the team, essentially. Right. Yeah. I think his win, I think his war was like 1.43, which is fantastic. I mean, Zach, if you think about it, he he single-handedly won us a few games in the last three years, you know. Um, with his big playability and just his sure handedness, he he really had he really was the team MVP. I mean, he he got his first downs, he would get his big yardage, he'd make plays that, you know, a lot of people not not many people on this planet could make. For I'm happy for both sides, but you know, I think that Terry got what he wanted. I'm hoping that, you know, he's happy because when you're a happy player, you're gonna you're gonna play better. So you know, I um, think for us to, to kind of bounce off what you were saying about, you know, you, you wish they did it earlier. Well, I'm glad they at least did it now. Right. Because oh, yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you look at possibly letting him go, this not, not saying let him go, but he gets to the end of the year. Right. And you either have to franchise him or give him a freaking stack. And if he plays well with Carson Wentz, well, now you're really shut out of luck. Right. Yeah, so, I'm just I'm just really happy they got it done before training camp. You know, it's good to get Carson and him some reps together, let that you know chemistry and Rappaport build up, and yeah, we'll see what happens. Because apparently Carson's doing a good job with Jahan right now. So, yeah, man, finally some good news coming out of Washington. I've heard good things about Jahan Dotson yeah. so far. He's been impressive. This is the, the Terry McLaurin extension has been the best day in Commanders history. <laughs> it's not saying much in commander's history i like that all right that's commander's I mean, history. he's not wrong he's not wrong as of yeah, as of 2 2 22 we really have not done much right but this at least was uh, a step and honestly it's a good signal for the culture of the of the franchise say hey you're and... a third round. No, no 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 that culture is pretty bad <laughs> no i you you're misunderstanding what i'm saying from the player's perspective that was kind of mean well, no, I'm saying like... I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm sorry, go ahead. So, okay, you're Jahan Dotson. Okay, you come in and you just see Terry McLaurin as a third-round draft pick not get paid. And what you, you want to stay there too? Like, you know what I mean? People aren't going to want to stay there. I think it, it was big to, like, keep the talent there. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. When you draft well, I always think you should invest in people who you draft well, especially if you get them as a late-round steal. I've always thought that way. Homegrown yeah. talent. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty sure I saw like Antonio Gibson either tweet it or say it in an interview. He was like, 
thank goodness we got this done. I got tired of answering these questions, you know? Like, yeah. The distraction. Already you could say he's a great locker room presence and this he's just coming off his rookie year deal. I mean, that's that's Brent Brentson back here just kind of smiling, listening to us talk about this. But Brent, if if your rookie from last year was it uh what's his name? Uh, Elijah, Moore. Elijah Moore. Talk to me in three years, man. It, you're going to have to back up the bank for that guy if he continues to play well. Uh, I don't know. The Jets history, I don't think we've – we don't have a single person on our team from, like, the 2015 roster, 2016 roster, like, up until, like, a couple years ago. Sam Darnold, until he got – until we got rid of him, he was, like, the longest tenured player on the Jets. So, if you're on the Jets, it, like, not for long in the NFL. In the Jets, it's, like, times, like, 10. Like, half season. <laughs> wow. Joe, I'm uh, keep interrupting you, please. I like what do you got for us? Well, um, I just wanted to add to this. So, um, you know, I was I was looking at a few articles and read a little bit about uh, Darren Watson or Darren uh, Waller. No, what what am I fucking saying? Deron Darren Payne. Darren Payne. Deron Payne. Let me look. What, hey, can I take this from the top? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> So I was looking at a few articles from, uh, you know, around the league with uh, Deron Payne. They were shopping him around before the draft, and now they're they're pretty much ready to re-sign him. Do you guys feel like that's a that's a big that should be on the top priority? I mean, now that Terry's signed and back, no, so, what do you guys think? So. I, I think, think so. that if if I can, as a completely unbiased uh, bystander in the situation, um, especially with you know, kind of what, what had happened uh, last season with him and uh, who did it happen with when they were throwing Jonathan punches? Allen, Jonathan Allen. Yeah. Um, both the Alabama alums. It must've been a big uh, breaking point or fork in the road in the, in the negotiations where the team feels that he can be a pivotal piece going forward. So they made that decision that they're going to resign him. Is that correct? Or they need to, or they're well. They're, so, so what tells me that is that they're no longer hearing trade requests. Okay. So, um, that that really kind of puts it in the it's either gonna they're gonna resign him or they're gonna franchise tag. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think he's going on year three this coming year, or is it year four? It's year four. It's coming. It up would be year, year four. four. Okay. Yeah, because he came in the same time Terry did, and he was a first round draft pick. So he right, four right, years, right. right. He came in 2018, I believe. I could be wrong about that. Fact check, fact check. But or with a um, fifth year option, right? I, I don't know. I, I think that he's been he's been, you know, a presence. He's been there. He's been he's played pretty decently. He's not played to the first round, you know, expectation that we've had, but that's still okay because I mean you can get a bust in the first round where they're not even playing at all. So um, I think he's playing okay. Um, another thing. Brent, to what you were saying, Taylor Heineke was on Bustin' with the Boys a few weeks, or maybe two weeks ago. Two or three. And he and he specifically talked about that fight, um, Jonathan yeah. Allen and De'Aaron Payne. And apparently it, it blew over right when they got into the locker room. It was, I, it was, it was done. So I can understand that 100%. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we, we've all played sports, and so we, we all know that tensions can flare. So, um, that's good to hear that from Heineke is that he's, you know, recognize or that they recognize that it was just a, you know, in-game type thing and yeah. um, tensions were flaring. And so I'm, I'm glad that it's boiled over or that it, um, that it blew over. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I listened to that interview as well. And 
from what I heard, he said, like, yeah, we didn't really think anything of it. It just kind of happened, and then it was done. And, like, obviously the media is going to take it and run with it and do what they're going to do. But, like, like you were saying, in the heat of battle, when, like, tensions are running high and things aren't going the way they're supposed to, you know, sometimes guys lose their cool. And, like, that doesn't mean that you can't work together moving forward. So Exactly. I think, I think this is a pivotal point. I mean, I could be wrong if they end up franchi- franchise tagging him because that could make him feel a certain type of way towards the organization moving forward. But if they have the intention of re-signing him because they think he's a pivotal piece, I, I think this is kind of their way of saying, like, okay, we, we're going to give faith into you. Or we have yeah. faith in you. I only see really good things coming from the commanders right now. So, you know, hopefully – hopefully <laughs> things get step. Right. Well, hopefully, you know, things get sorted out with, uh, with Allen and that he's, uh, or Allen, um, Snyder and he, uh, he gets the boot. Um, that's, that's what we're all hoping for over here. Yeah. Just, so we're, we're looking good. We're looking up and up and that, I mean, Dotson, that dude, I've only heard good things about him. So I'm stoked about that. Yeah. He could be a good one, especially if, uh, Wentz can play, to the caliber that you guys need him to. Yeah, speaking of Snyder, apparently he's denying that subpoena, which I didn't even know that was a thing. So what? wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. He hasn't been subpoenaed. He was asked to testify and said if he had a business trip in London and he couldn't do it, or like France or something like that. So I, I swear I thought one of the like if you get subpoenaed, it's not like it, you don't have an option. You get subpoenaed. It's it's more of a legal action than Brent. If I'm if I'm correct here, right? Like you Absolutely. don't. Yeah, there's no like rejecting the subpoena. You can ignore it and then like you're screwed with the law. But in the sense of like he asked, he was he was told to come testify, and he didn't. And Goodell did. Um, and that happened, I think, like this week. Okay, um, but yeah, he's still chilling in his yacht in the south of France, like a fucking super villain. Like it's crazy. Yeah, just what he does. Zach, Zach, I just, I just did a third part. I just had the third party uh, consulting firm research that, and based on an article from the Atlantic, it says, oversight committee says commander's owner Dan Snyder refusing subpoena. Yeah, I mean, it's, Roz it's, was right. Well, isn't subpoena just like requesting for documentation, right? So, like, if you well, just refuse, no, to comply, I thought it was like a deposition oh, or okay, so. Yeah, or, there's a, di- there's a couple different types of subpoenas. You know, yeah. there could be a subpoena for records. You could be subpoenaed as a witness. There could be a trial subpoena, a deposition subpoena. There's a whole b- bunch of different types of one of subpoenas. So, Joe, what, what type of subpoena did they say it was in the article? I believe Taking it's, I believe it's a testimonial uh, subpoena. So it's probably a they subpoena want, They to, want him to, sh- like, at to least over Zoom. They want to ask him questions. Yeah, virtual. Oh, right. Yeah. Dave Anesse or something like that. So... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not a good look for him. That's kind of just where I'm coming from. But it's just like, uh, here's the thing: it, it's a, it's a, it's an old man's group as the 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 owners of the NFL, and you open a can of worms if you put one guy out. So yeah, I think Goodell really did him a solid, like taking all those questions. Well, the one thing we had talked about is that the owners definitely all have dirt on each oh, other. Oh, well, Goodell, what, what, Goodell, Goodell, yeah, he, he really, not yeah, show. Yeah. he has to, he basically he has yeah. to. They had him he's, programmed correctly. He's the NFL PR, right? Like you have to look at him as like the the spokesman of, of the NFL, and anything that he says is is law in in the NFL. Like that's that's the way it's been. He has so much power and authority, and what he says carries a lot of weight. 
and um, they talked about a lot of different stuff. Not even like dance, not even dance night. They talked about the plate gate. They talked about Dave Portnoy. Like they just asked them a whole bunch of random questions, in my opinion, which I just thought was just like, what are we doing here? Um, yeah, I just I just looked at the article and it just said that a spokesman for Dan Snyder said that he hasn't refused to attend drama. Yeah, I I it I don't the language I don't, is I don't, very specific. He yeah he was busy. I, I hate the semantics game of this shit because it's somebody's you know it this is this is an accusation that holds real fucking weight. And, you know, if they're if they're just over here playing the semantics game, then that just shows that this dude is most likely guilty. Um, I mean, when it comes or has, to or has good lawyers. Well, maybe. probably has good lawyers. Probably, but still good lawyer. I mean, what a good lawyer would would want to clear the name rather than hide behind shit or I, I don't know. You'd be surprised how much they get paid just to keep on. Good lawyer likes getting paid too, though. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Yeah, I, I don't know where the subpoena went, Dan. I, I'm sorry, man. I, I just lost it. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> There's a bunch of misinformation. It got lost in the mail. I'm sorry. I've heard that. You sent said, it to, yeah. Wrong oh, you address. sent it to FedEx Field? Oh, yeah. no, no. I don't. I'm in the south of France. Oh, wait, no, the <laughs> north of France. No, the east of France. I don't fucking know. I died. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear? So the uh, NHL Stanley Cup playoffs are officially over. The Colorado Avalanche took it in game six with a very convincing win. Um, but that honestly isn't even the biggest story. Guys, I think this would be interesting for us to discuss. Um, on the skate over to give the or to like bring the Stanley Cup over for like the big team picture. Um, one of their players stumbles and dents the Stanley Cup. Dents it. I, I heard about that. That is the first time that it's ever happened on the ice. You know the funny thing I heard. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. Was that uh? They're trying to get it back from the team to, to get it fixed. And the team's like, no fucking way, dude. You're not getting this trophy back. Like, we, yeah. we worked so hard for this. Absolutely not. Right. But, you know, you, do you know who else uh, messed it up during their during their celebration? Ovechkin. Yeah. Ovi. He was doing a Stanley Cup keg stand and uh, dented the bowl a little bit. Um, the Caps had the greatest bender in NHL history. Oh, yeah. Probably in sports history. I, I, I mean, I would. It went for like two so. months. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, that was that, awesome. That man. makes me proud to be a Caps fan. That, yeah, that was. Come on, man. Like that was awesome, dude. Like he was fucking swimming in the fucking fountain in DC, just out in the open. Like, oh yeah. It wasn't uh, fair. You guys got the dope. Nats and the Caps within like a year. Yeah, back to back. That that, that wasn't fair, dude. What I, a time I, to be I alive. Still have, since I've been alive, I've gotten zero, zero championships from any yeah. team. Yeah, we're uh, we're still waiting on one from the uh, from the Wiz kids and the Commanders, but uh, I'll, I'll take the Nats and Caps. Um, Zach, talk to us about your uh, your thoughts on the Avalanche and them denting the Stanley Cup. It happens. I mean, I don't think it's anything crazy. It wasn't anything malicious. 
Um, no, but Zach, it's never happened on the ice before. Do you see? I mean, do you see how they dented it? I mean, yeah, it's kind of surprising <laughs> it's never happened before. Oh, I know, and you know, it's funny. I was watching it, and I was just thinking, I, I was watching it with a few friends, and I said, "Man, wouldn't it be embarrassing if they dented the cup?" <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's pretty bad. But I mean, it is what it is. You're not going right, to dent the right. Lombardi, though. You know what I mean? Um, apparently the, uh, the Packers, when they won the Super Bowl, they were, they decided, this is a weird, this is a weird story. They, they decided to replay some of the winning plays in the shower with the Lombardi trophy and they ended up denting it. The, the Packers did that? Yeah. The Packers back in 2010. <laughs> Interesting. Weird, right? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's just a weird time. Like, you guys can do that. In, like, I don't I mean, know. When, like, it, it depends when they did it. Like, if it was, like, right after the game and they were, like, all, like, still on the high, like, maybe. But if yeah, it I'm was, not like, entirely sure. If it was, like, a month later and they're all, like, yo, let's reenact that. I'd be like, I don't know, man. Still, uh, still a little. It's an interesting story. Um, that is for sure. But, Zach, did you watch the uh, – did you watch game six? Um, no, I didn't, but I did see that they won two one. I watched some highlights. Yeah, it was it was a pretty convincing win. Um, the the Lightning were throwing everything they got at them, and uh, the Avalanche were just too good. I think the Lightning should have won the game, but they had a lot of post. You think got, so? Yeah, I do. I think my biggest issue with that game, when it came to like, you know, things outside of the players' calls or outside of the players, like a you know, uh, control. Um, there was an, there was a pretty clear icing um, with like la- like with like 30 seconds left on the board um, that the lightning went down got touched up first right and uh, they didn't they didn't call it um, the the referee was right next to him you know said play on and the avalanche players were on top of him immediately so that's that's my only big issue with that game I think that it was um, I think that it was a good game. Yeah, I mean, congrats to the Avalanche for winning a Stanley Cup. Um, definitely glad they upended <clears throat> the dynasty of, of the Lightning. I think that was long overdue. Yeah. Also, the Lightning just looked tired. Just that entire series, they just you know three years playing, you know, an extra I mean, thirty games is tough. Yeah, and I mean, but also think about it, Zach. Like. Um, the Eastern Conference is no slouch. Yep. Oh, no. Not at all. So getting through the Eastern Conference is tough. I heard the coach of the Lightning say, if it was a regular season, we'd probably be down to, like, our minor league team. Because I'm pretty sure most of their team had, like, broken foots. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So they were, like – but the thing about hockey that's interesting is if you can get the foot into the skate – kind of serves as like a almost like a brace and it'll Mm. like keep it like compact so if you can like get the swelling down enough and get your foot into the skate a lot of times they'll be able to play and hockey players are traditionally tough as it is you know but uh, apparently the lightning had so many players with just broken feet just all across the board so there's probably that combination of fatigue from Going to the finals three years in a row. Yeah, I mean, hot cold tender too. It always helps. 
uh, Darcy Kemper came in Avalanche and shut it down. Um, but did I see this right that uh, Adrian Wojnowski just uh, tweeted that um, Delonte Murray just got traded from the Spurs to the Hawks? Yeah, that is absolutely correct. Yeah, and I like that. Gallinari is going to the Spurs. That's an too. I think yeah. the Hawks needed that. <laughs> Brent's like, yeah, nobody gives a shit about Daniel. Um, excuse me, I do. That's my favorite player in the NBA. Why? I'm, I'm joking. Well, you shouldn't joke about Gallinari. Well, I think that's an obvious win for the, the Hawks in that trade. You're going to have to pay him. him. Yeah, I think they're planning on paying him. I think uh, Trey Young needs a solid... Number two in the backcourt with him. Did they get? Did they keep John Collins? I know they extended him, but I, know I think they're looking this... to move him. But like, why? I don't think he's really worked. Like he played really well for them maybe last year in the playoffs, but since then I think he he kind of struggled. And you know, the NBA at this point, the player mobility is kind of almost a little out of hand, where it's just players are just coming and going. You can't even get used to having a player on your team anymore. Like the Knicks just traded Alec Burke and uh, the Nerland Wall to. Oh, God. oh I saw that. Yeah. I'm I'm, I, the Knicks uh, traded uh, Nerland Noel, Alec Burke, and two second round picks to the Pistons. And then, so they were doing it to unload 19 mil in salary cap space. They're, what they're trying to do is sign Jalen Brunson from the Mavs because what they really desperately need, what they've needed since they missed out on John Morant, is a point guard. So badly, like RJ Barrett's very good. He's not a ball handler. No, he's not. And they're looking to probably get rid of uh, Julie Julius Randall, but now they probably can't. So they're they're stuck with him, and they need a dynamic point guard so badly. But speaking of dynamic backcourt guards, Bradley Beal just turned down a thirty-six million dollar option, right? Yep. He has elected to pursue free agency. How do you guys feel about that? Sad, but also needed to happen. Look, so like, how many how many years in a row can you draft nine, ten, and eleven, and actually expect your team to get better? A lot of like most years, maybe three or four, possibly five players out of the entire draft end up being really good. So if you're drafting year after year in the nine or ten spot, that that's got to be tough. And also the Wizards were sort of kind of financially like handcuffed, you know, with all that happened with John Wall. And, well, they unloaded that all. They unloaded everything. Well, we They're, did, but then we picked up Westbrook, and then we and made we that. Unloaded trip. that. That was. Yeah. I can't believe you guys were able. Yeah. To unload it. Yeah. But yeah. There's, we're there's back. Other things. Uh, then we give Otto Porter the max and trade him two year, a year after that. He's on the Warriors now. He's on the Warriors yeah. now. How about Andrew Wiggins? Andrew Wiggins, that's crazy. Wrapping him up. I think that speaks a lot about Steph Curry and how great of a like player he is and making his teammates around him that much better. Yeah, dude. Whoever bet on them is genius. That would be us. That would be us. Zinger! You thought we wouldn't bring it up this episode. Come on, fellas. Give me some. Give me some. Yeah, where, where would you guys want to see Beal? Ah, dude, I don't even know about the NBA anymore. I would, I would, I would like to see – you know where I would like to see Beal? There's actually this you'd think find this very surprising. Not that I think no, 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 not that we would get anything in return from him. Um, but in Portland, I think him and Dame Dame Ooh. Time would be a, a sweet backcourt. That would be a nice backcourt. 
I think the Except for they just don't really have much to offer in return. So I don't. You know. What if he went? What if he went to the Bucks? It's once again. I just think his trade. I mean, is he's going free agency? Yeah, I think mm. he, I think he turned down his option so he can pursue free agency. Is that this year? Or is it next year? Like, is he contracted through this season? Like, am I well, going to see him in a Wizards uniform this year? No, I think he had a player option this year, and he just turned uh, it down. Okay. Yeah, so I don't I don't think you're gonna see him in a in a Wizards uniform anymore. That's unfortunately. Unfortunately, I've heard like the Heat were trying to trade a uh, Tyler Ooh. Hero, right? Imagine him on the Heat. That'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. Why are they? Yeah, the Heat can use him. Yeah. Hmm. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Him with uh, Jimmy Butler. I would take him. Kyle. I would take Kyle Lowry. Lowry in that trade. Yeah. I don't think we can trade Beal anymore, though, right? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Well, yeah. he, we would get some. We would definitely get some type of compensation pick or something for him. I don't think so. Is that no? No. No, I think he's pursuing free agency. And now isn't we, even, now isn't we fumbled the bag. Am I crazy yeah. by saying even if you have a, a large like contract, basically a superstar from your team, opt out of his like deal wherever he goes is like. Don't you get some time? Maybe, maybe it's just like a football thing because that happens a lot in football. I know. I'm not entirely sure, Zach. The NBA is just a little bit different because they have guaranteed contracts. Yeah. He opted out of what? Thirty-six point four million dollars, though. He's like, gonna geez. get paid. He's gonna get yeah, out. he's gonna get the max. But what? I don't, what, what is the max even like right now in the NBA? I really don't even mm. understand how that works. It's like different maxes, right? Depending know. on. the playing time or some shit. He's going to do well for himself regardless of where he goes, you know, money-wise. For sure. Transitioning sports, though, just to wrap things up, how many wins do you guys think the Washington Commanders are going to have this year? Uh, I take, I take like, you got to give us, like, an over-under. Like, I'm thinking, like, nine. I'm trying to figure out the over-under based on how many wins. Well, what does Vegas also. have it at right now? I, I don't know. I swear. Third-party consulting firm. Vegas definitely probably has a over/under for us right now. I bet you it would be at something like seven and a half. That sounds about right. Six and a half, seven. And a half. Well, I'd be really happy with a nine-win season, ten-win season. I'd be happy with nine because that'd be what Rivera's first winning season. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's that's at least a step forward. Do you think nine yeah, wins? Will, do you think nine at, wins will um, get us a division title though? We're spread right at eight. Well, it really depends. I, I think it's the Eagles' division to lose this year. Um, they really have, they really have a great team on paper. But we've all, we all know what happens when you have a good team on paper. Um, sometimes rock beats paper, or I mean, scissors <laughs> beats paper. Damn it! <laughs> Zinger! All right, so Zach, you said they're over unders at eight. I'll take the over on that. Ooh, I don't know. I think I'm gonna take the under. I don't know if we start like if we start own two, I said blow that shit up. Oh dude, we'll, we start blow off against the shit up. We start off against the Jags and the Lions. So we better not start off Owen two this fucking year. What's Why do you think Jets I'm saying at? blow it up? That's... Yeah. <laughs> What's the Jets at? Because they're winning six games this year. Five and a half. They're at five and a half. Okay, so I take the over. That's Vegas knows, man. God damn it. I have them at six, so I take the over. I guess. But I, we we we've talked about this too. It's really hard to predict schedules. Um, this it's it's really hard to make a prediction pretty much till the week of, because you simply don't know how teams are playing, right? Like you know, quarterback could get hurt the third week. 
and he's out for the next three weeks and you play him, you know, week nine, you know, the week that he gets back or, and, you know, however the schedule works out, playing teams with good momentum definitely impacts, you know, the strength of schedule, I would say. So it's tough to look at predictions early in the season like this. I don't know, man. If I can put in a bet for the Jets to hit the over at five and a half right now, I, I would probably do that. Brent, don't hate me, but I'd probably take the under on five and a half. So I'd probably take the under on five and a yeah, half. Yeah, because I'm sorry. I think they're right now they're clearly the worst team in that division. Well, they have a tough first uh, half of the season. I don't think they're clearly the worst team in that division. The tough first half of the season does not make for a six-win season. Because if you start slow, it, 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 it's hard to get those horses back in, in the engine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but if we get a couple of uh, surprise wins in the first couple games, then that could turn out to be a great second half of the season. Well, how, how tough of a first half of it's, the season? It's very tough. I can pull it up. <laughs> Oh no, I gotta see it. Because yeah, I agree with Zach, man. That's make it break. If you have a really bad first half, it's really fucking hard to rally the troops at that point. Yeah, y'all don't know. I mean, there's always trap games and stuff. You never know. There's always that upset, but it's tough, man. Hard to be consistent. Okay, so we have the Ravens. Browns. You guys open with the Ravens. Steelers. That's that's not good. Dolphins. <laughs> Packers, Broncos, Patriots, ooh, ooh, ooh. Bills, Patriots, Bears, Vikings, Bills, Lions, Jags, Seahawks, Dolphins. Yeah, so like that's like four wins I count right there. Oh, dude, nah, you're you're crazy. You're out of your mind. I mean, the back half, you were right. We could beat the Browns. We could definitely. Oh, dude, the Broncos are gonna be tough. Yeah, I mean the Broncos. We could beat. We we always beat the Dolphins once. We could snag one from the Patriots. That'd be dope. Probably not going to beat the Bills at all. They'll probably sweep them. We could definitely beat the Bears. Yeah, that's probably Vikings. You could split with the Pat. We could beat the Lions and Jags too, and the Seahawks. That's four. Yeah, that's the four I counted. Maybe five. Yeah, I I could see you guys with five, but it's at five and a half. I'm not going. I'm not. I count six. I'm not going six. I'm not going six. Six, seven. If we play well, that's gonna be interesting. I got us beating the Dolphins. Oh, dude, I got us. Oh, dude, the Bengals are going to be tough. I got us beating the Steelers, Loki. Steelers, Dolphins. Steelers about to be in for a rough year. Bears, Vikings, Lions. That's five. Dude, Jags, six. Seahawks, seven. Loki, I kind of got us at seven, but probably six. There's no way. Probably you guys, six. There's no way you guys are finishing seven. And so I'm thinking about the division, man. You know? Well, I have us going 0-2 against the Patriots and the Bills in that, so account for that. Dude, Sauce Gardner, for the listeners out there, Zach is showing video of Sauce Gardner playing in practice with the red gloves and strapping. Oven mitts, not red gloves, oven mitts. And strapping. He says, so he can catch the ball better? Is no, that... to be less grabby when guarding receivers. Oh, okay. And it works. He, he's been strapping. And we wait got to, Wait till. Wait till the pads come on. We all know that shit changes when, when somebody's coming, when when that tackle is, is doing a, a pin and pull with that tight end and he gets that yeah. corner. Ooh, buddy. We'll Ooh. see what happens then. We'll see what he's made of for sure. He's got those mitts to defend him there. <laughs> yeah, I think the, uh, the the DB coach for the Jets said something along the lines of he's, he's going to have his lumps, but it, it, it shouldn't be too many. I mean, Rivas struggled his first year, and then after that, he was straps. 
Everyone's going to struggle. It's the NFL. You got to get your timing down. But I think it's going to be really good. The Jets just have playmakers for the first time in a long time. Which is what you need. Yeah, man. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. You got to think about this from last year's standpoint. They had a rookie head coach, a rookie quarterback, and a rookie offensive coordinator. Now they've all gone through those lumps. So now we're going to see what they're all made of. All I heard was excuse, excuse, <laughs> excuse. <laughs> oh, oh shit. And that's the one thing I'll say about the commander's offense too, man. Like if we could stay healthy, knock on wood, like we do have playmakers. So it's going to be interesting to see like, yeah, what happens. Shit. It is, man. We'll see. Yeah, I'm sorry, exactly. man. I just jabbed at him. Oh, yeah. I'm dodging because your sweatshirt is canceled, bro. Zach, I'm canceling you. Okay, Washington look. <laughs> okay, look. Look, the commanders are here to stay. Commander Wentz is about to take this team. Commander Wentz? Probably a nine-win season. Probably should. Oh, probably throw 25 and 14 for 4,000 yards. And I'm excited for it. You guys are so delusional. I, I, I you don't think you he'll throw for I, 25 I, and 14? 25 and 14 is actually very modest. That's very that, modest and reasonable. Yeah. That's middle of the pack. That is middle of the pack. 25 and 14. I, I can see that, actually. I'm looking now, if we say like 30 20, and 10, that's, that's a little different. 23 and 14. That's not, I close. Mean, that's, I mean, that's yeah, I, think, I think if you're anywhere between the 23 to 28 range and you're between the 15 to 10 range in picks at the end of the year, between, between 35 to you know, 42 or eh, 41 would be great year. How many picks did he throw last year for the Colts? Seven? Yeah. They also ran the ball a lot. He's not going to double his picks, I don't think. I don't see him doing that. He's not going to. I mean, he's going to have more pass attempts. He's also going to. Now you like wins for us. No, I think we actually, I think we're more run heavy. No, I'm sorry. I'm just. I I don't think think so. so. I think, think I think I I, I can guarantee you, I think we'll be. Trust Gibson? No. Well, that's why you drafted Robinson. Yeah, that's why you drafted. I think, I think that we'll. I do trust JD. That's my guy. I'll, I'll ride with JD. At the end of the year, we will have a higher percentage of pass than run. Mm. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, but I don't think it's going to be by much. I think we're a pretty balanced offense. That's what that's one of Scott Turner's things. I'm pretty sure. I think like, it was. I think it's more of a 40-60, 40 run, sixty pass. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's a little bit closer, but that's fair. Guys, that does it for another episode of the guys talk about sports. Thank you for tuning in. As always, um, if you or listen to this now, find us up on Twitter, on uh, on social media, on Instagram, Guys Talk Sports 101, and Twitter's Guys Talk Sports with two Zs. Uh, as always, a special shout out to Anchor, uh, the sponsor who makes this all possible through the fantastic podcasting platform where you get a thought, you get some friends, download anchor.fm to get started. They will put their podcast out to all the platforms. Also, a huge shout out to Compass Rose Brewery, for being a hand-in-hand sponsor throughout the way, making it easy for the guys to talk about sports. If you find yourself in Raleigh, North Carolina, and you're 21 and over, please stop by to enjoy one of their award-winning brews uh, on draft or in a can. They also have different events there throughout the week and uh, great um, food trucks that come and stop by. So if you get a chance, go to their website, compassrosebrewery.com. Once again, located in Raleigh, North Carolina. Guys, this was episode 87 Feels feels fantastic. Um, we're coming up on on the NFL season. I know the anticipation is really starting to get to us. We got through the long haul the summer. We're kind of on the downhill slide now. We'll we'll enjoy August. We'll hear some training camp rumors, 
some quarterback battles. And it's going to be a great year. Guys, anything? Um, just, yeah, I think you're, I'm really looking forward to the season, especially given how crazy this offseason has been. There's all this, like, it's been really one of the craziest offseasons I've seen as a fan. So definitely looking forward to it. I think we're in for a treat. I think year after year, the NFL is just above all sports. Every year, no matter what, I get so excited for football season. Whether it's – it used to be – I used to really love college football, but now the NFL is just so good. Red zone. And just – I have direct TV, so I get to watch all the games anyways. And, and just – I love football. It's so good, dude. It's, I love watching football all day Sunday, Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night. It's amazing. I love predicting it, talking about it, talking about trades. I love it all. So, you know, it, we have gone through – the long haul of the summer, and we're almost there, baby. And to the listeners who love sports, you've made it this far. Make sure to come back and check us out next weekend. We'll be jam-packed with more sports takes. But for now, have a good one. We ain't that going